Welcome to Math Theater's History Science Theater Podcast, where we use musical theater to inspire excitement about math and science. This is an eight-episode season inspired by the career of chemist and X-ray crystallographer Rosalind Franklin. If this is your first time joining us, start at episode one. Dear Adrienne, just a quick note to profess my love for all things X-ray crystallography to someone who will appreciate it. My graduate assistant Gosling and I have been capturing some utterly stunning images of the DNA molecule, and unfortunately I have no healthy recourse to share my excitement. Randall has moved Gosling and me away from the rest of the lab, as if we are some kind of infection. Aside from Gosling, I'm treated foully by everyone in the building. Why do they all insist on calling me Rosie? At this point, I can't tell if I have a bad attitude because they hate me or if they hate me because of my bad attitude. Every day, I feel like I'm drowning. Until I get another x-ray picture. DNA is the hardest thing I've ever had to analyze, and I love it. X-ray crystallography is like peering through a keyhole into an architectural marvel, and depending on which door you access, you get a completely different picture of the same house. But I need not tell you about the thrill of putting the pictures together. If only everyone here saw the work the same way I do. Have you ever been in this position? Doing work you love with people who only seem to view you from your worst angles. I miss Paris. Bisa. Rose. P.S. You should see this x-ray photo we just took. It's an X. An X? Dr. Franklin, that's... that's beautiful. Look at those black stripes radiating from the center. And the spaces between the stripes are blank. Should I see out loud what this looks like? We'll know what it is when we do more analysis, Gosling. Now help me with the measurements. Dr. Franklin, it's a helix. Probably a double helix. I know what it appears to be, Gosling, but it isn't consistent with our other data. Oh. Probably because it's not form A. What? I guess in the hundred hours of exposure, the moisture level changed and the DNA changed from A to B. This data is for B form. It's B form. (sighs) Then we ignore it. Are you serious? B form data isn't for us, is it? It belongs with Wilkins. But... It's out of my hands. But... I don't like it either. But... But nothing! Randall's rules leave us room to study form A, but not form B. We have to give that data to Wilkins, who will likely never let me see it again. Maybe if you and I weren't the only adults in this lab, we could all work on Form B together. Analyze this picture, take more pictures like this, and get quicker results. But no, we only get to see half the data, do half the experiments, and use half our resources. And the half that we can see is not consistent with a double helix. Maybe Form B is a double helix, but Form A might not be. And how will we ever know if I can't study both? Why are you yelling at me? Because I hate it here. I'm sorry, Gosling. I just... I hate it here. 
I've tried so hard to learn the tune to J.T. Randall's song No matter what I try to croon, it simply don't belong It started from the day I came when stories weren't straight And now no matter who's to blame, we can't collaborate Morris Wilkins treats me like a back he needs to stab It's clear I simply don't belong in this funny little lab. To work with Morris Wilkins is a scientific bust. This data, is it mine or his? He won't give me his trust. He thinks that he is against me, but my work is his to share. He treats me like an enemy, and that just isn't fair. A different opportunity by now I'd surely grab. It might be time to move along from this funny little lab. I'd be sad if you left us, Dr. Franklin. You would be the only one. Sadly, that's probably true. What should I do with the picture? Label it. Um, photograph uh, 51 and take it to Wilkins. Okay. It is a beautiful picture, though. It really is. Want a celebratory orange? My treat. Sure. Hello? Rosie? Gosling? It's James Watson from Cambridge. We just met. Well, 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 looky here. Excuse me? Rosie! Ah, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. Watson? What were you doing in my lab books? I was just, uh... Snooping? Looking for my hat. I, I mean, I was just, uh... Spying. G- going to show you a publication. I mean, I, um, I, I was just, um... Stealing data? Looking for the bathroom. Wilkins said it was over here. Isn't that funny? What's funny is your hands inside my lab books. Well, since I'm here... Maybe I could help you with your analysis. Out. Come on. Aren't more heads better than less? Out. Wilkins thinks so. Out. I'd really love to see more of your research. Out, Watson? Oh, Wilkins. What were you doing in Rosie's lab? Thank goodness I ran into you. That woman is a maniac. Tell me about it. I just popped in to say hello and she literally chased me around the table. I think she really meant to hurt me. You poor man. I know. I don't know why anyone would want to hire that. What's that in your hand? It's an x-ray picture of DNA. Rosie took it. Wow, that's a knockout. May I see? Oh, by all means. It's an axe. With black stripes radiating from the center. Do you have measurements yet? Oh, yes, a few. Rosie measured the dimensions before I even got the picture. Uh, Did she now? As if there's anything she could do with that kind of data. You know, Watson, I'm thinking I'm getting closer and closer to cracking this DNA structure every day. Here, why don't you let me let you take me to dinner, old chap? You look like you really need to blow off some steam about how awful it is to work with Rosie. Oh, do I ever. 
That woman is nothing but bad news. And say, bring along that photo and the measurements. We'll console ourselves with analyzing it. More minds are better than less. Um, sure, that sounds good. You're a great pal, Wilkins. A real team player. It's just too bad you have to work with... her. Right? Have I told you about the time she was cross with me for no reason? We had such a row. Even though I had done nothing to provoke her, I brought her a peace offering of chocolates, and then she started arguing about... Dr. Franklin? Rosalind? Are are you okay? Oh. Oh, hi, Gosling. Is something wrong with your hip? Probably stress pain. In your abdomen? What do you need, Gosling? Orange type? Oh, right, the oranges. Uh, help yourself. You're not having one? Oh, I'm not hungry. Oh. Uh, Well, what do you want to do next? Should we set up for another photograph or do some more analysis? Why don't we call it a day? Really? Yes, we could both use some rest, I think. I mean, if you insist. Why don't you take both oranges? Oh, okay. Um, Sure. See you tomorrow? Sure. Gosling, you... you have been a great partner. Pleasure's all mine, Dr. Franklin. Feel better. Dear Dr. Randall, Thank you for the opportunity to work in your biophysics lab. The structure of DNA has been an exciting and challenging subject for study. I've learned a great deal here that I hope to take with me as I consider other paths too supplicating. It's best to be direct. Dear Dr. Randall. Quick old chap. Watson, my boy. You'll You'll never never guess guess what what I I got. got. You first. No, you first. No, you first. No, you first. No, you first. I have an idea. Let's say it at the same time. One. Two. Three. I got got the the data data to crack crack DNA. DNA. Hello. Thank you. What did you find and where did you get it? Remember Franklin up at King's? I remember her like a bad hangover. She gave a lecture. And I've got the notes. What did she say? She concluded DNA must be monoclinic C2. You mean DNA is the same upside down or right side up? Precisely. Thank you, Franklin. (laughs) Rosie is fine. Where did you get your data? Well, speaking of Rosie up at King's, I got my hands on a photograph she took. Did she give it to you? That tightwad? Of course she didn't. Wilkins did. Not only that... But he gave me the data to go with. Measurements and everything. 20 angstroms in diameter, 3.4 angstroms between the bases, and 34 angstroms for every turn. Thank you, Wilkins! Rather big of him to share Franklin's data. I wonder if he asked her? Don't get bogged down in the details, Crick. Take a look at the picture. Distinctly in the shape of an X. With stripes inside, look at that! I have to give credit where credit is due. Dr. Franklin takes some great pictures. If only she had what it takes to interpret them. Crick, Chappie, you've looked at enough x-ray plates. What does this striped X mean? A helix! Definitely a helix. 
So Crick, here's what I'm imagining. The helix has phosphates on the outside, like Franklin said. Phosphates on the outside? I see where you're going. And the bases? Are on the inside. Paired together. Purine to pyramidine. Every A connected to a T. And every C to a G. Like a code. The code of life. Arranged like a ladder. And upside down or right side up, it has the same message. And put it all together, this photo proves it's a helix. A double helix. Should we tell Franklin? She took the photo, after all. (laughs) Who cares where the clues came from? We're the ones willing to take the leap to crack the case. Right, my pal? We're a couple of guys, hot on the clues. What difference does it make whose data is whose? We're a couple of guys, in line for the Nobel Prize. You didn't ask if you could use her data, did you? Not really. And you won't, will you? We're a couple of guys, working with her data. I just don't understand why you and Wilkins have to hate her. A couple of guys, but why not be allies? You're the sappy one. You're the grabby one. You're the sloppy one. You're the greedy one. You're pushy. You're passive. You're pompous. I'm proud. Proud to make the leap of imagination necessary to take the data and crack the code. This is science, not a tea party. I thought you were a colleague, Crick. Are you really going to let your sentimentality for that mousy woman hold back the force of progress? To the model! Dear Dr. Randall, A bonds to T as C bonds to G. Is this what it means to fit to a T? As we've learned in our DNA analyses that pyrimidine, cytosine, and thymine equal purines like adenine and guanine, I can't help but reflect on the structure of life in our little lab at King's. Right side up or upside down. It's always the same if you turn it around. I've been struggling just to make the pieces fit. In school, the only subject at which I did not excel was music, so you'll forgive the metaphor, but I simply cannot find harmony in this dissonant work environment. Like a tight harmony in a song that is sung. Pyramidines and purines bond to form a ladder's rung. For every rung I ascend on the ladder toward knowledge, I am undermined and knocked back by a lack of trust and a lack of clear leadership. And here's what's so amazing in the structure of the bases. The symmetry is bases for a means of replication. It's my life. I'm making a choice to divide myself from this job where I'm seen as a snob and like phosphates I'm on the outside. It's my life. This job hasn't gone as I planned. I'm splitting away, effective today, to build up another strand. This 
This model simply guarantees a pair of spiral helices. It fits together nice and cozy, thanks to data found by what Rosie. What is life? This is life. One can't say that I haven't tried. Splits off and starts I'm jumping again. This ship. It's time to unzip and rebuild my nucleotide. Faces unified. A bonds to T, S, C bonds to G. When it fits, then it fits. But there's no place here for me. We've discovered the secret of life! Boys, friends, she's leaving! The Dark Lady is leaving! Franklin? She's transferring to Birkbeck College. Let that Irish beatnik J.D. Bernal and his avant-garde communists deal with her. Happy day! Is she still working on DNA? Nope. Randall told her if she's leaving, she had to give up her research. That's a pity. She's been doing great work. So it's just you then, at King's. And Gosling. <laughs> the only sap sorry to see her go. I don't know what he sees in her. It must depend on your point of view. Ab, so what? He works for me now. I won. I won! Congratulations, Wilkins. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now I can finally work unimpeded. And... To begin, I would like to formally announce that I will start building my model of the structure of DN... Wait, what's that? The, the model, model of the structure of, of DNA? DNA? This has been History Science Theater Podcast by Math Theater. Script by Ricky Coates and Sadie Bowman. Music and lyrics by Sadie Bowman. While this podcast is inspired by true events, some artistic license has been employed. To access discussion guides and historical notes for each episode, as well as bonus episodes where we sit down with real scientists, not actors, to talk about the science in this show, you can get those benefits by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash maththeater. Your support at any level means the world to us. This episode featured Alex Schillinger as Raymond Gosling, Sam Keane as Morris Wilkins, Mark Gutman as James Watson, Joe McMorrow as Francis Crick, and Sadie Bowman as Rosalind Franklin. Sadie Bowman, besides talking to you at the end of every episode, is the co-artistic director of Math Theater, along with Ricky Coates. In non-pandemic times, we travel worldwide with original stage shows, and now we have an ever-growing catalog of distance learning experiences for all ages during these times of social distancing. History Science Theater Live brings figures from science history like Marie Curie, Nikola Tesla, Ada Lovelace, George Washington Carver, and more to elementary classrooms over Zoom. Science History Mysteries is a live theater escape room experience that plays out over text message and is so far our favorite fan fiction about Schrodinger's cat, even if we do say so ourselves. And the soundtrack album to Curie Me Away, our chemistry-themed musical based on the science and life of Marie Curie, are all available at maththeater.com. Mystery Science